Will Happen, a podcast about the largest Beatles music festival in the U.S., Abbey Road on the River, celebrating our 20th anniversary, May 26th to 30th, 2022. I'm Melissa, one of the organizers of Abbey Road on the River, and I'll be on the air every week to talk about all things Abbey Road on the River, held every Memorial Day weekend in Jeffersonville, Indiana, just across the river from the Derby City, Louisville, Kentucky. I'll be interviewing your favorite Abbey Road on the River bands and staff to unveil new plans for the upcoming festival, talk about how influential the Beatles are, and hear insider stories about the festival and music you love. You'll even learn what happens behind the scenes at Abbey Road on the River from those who know it best, from managing hundreds of bands to managing Mother Nature, and sometimes that can be really interesting. Whether you're new to Abbey Road on the River or you're a festival regular, if you love the Beatles as much as we do and you're looking for a comfortable, family-friendly music festival, you're in the right place. This is Something Will Happen. Something Will Happen. Let's get started. Hey everyone, it's Melissa. And today I'm going to talk about the history of Abbey Road on the River. So this episode will go over how producer Gary Jacob came up with the idea of Abbey Road on the River, how the yearly festival came to fruition, and why it's lasted this long. So before the complete album concerts, the dancing, and all those Beatle friendships, Abbey Road on the River began with a simple epiphany. Beatles tribute bands attract big crowds. Throughout the 1980s and 1990s, Abbey Road on the River producer Gary Jacob had been putting together big civic festivals. During his 12 years producing the National Rib Cook-Off in Cleveland, he noted that Beatles acts playing at that festival drew audiences the same size as headliners like Willie Nelson, Smokey Robinson, and Gloria Stefan. Producer Gary Jacobs said, You know, I've always been amazed by that. That a Beatles tribute band could be as popular at a music festival as an international recording artist. There's just something about those songs And there's something about those boots, those suits, and that hair. In 2001, he was asked for ideas for the grand reopening of what is now Cleveland's Jacobs Pavilion at Nautica. He had been mulling over the idea of producing a competition of the greatest Beatle bands in the world. So he pitched that idea to the pavilion's management, and they liked what they heard. After some research, the competition idea was scrapped. We thought it would just be better to have 20 Beatles bands which at the time seemed like a lot, and put them on stage and see what happened. Although a couple hundred hardcore Beatles fans had lined up to enter before the three-stage festival opened its doors, attendance was less than expected in 2002. People just didn't quite get what it was. At first it was doubtful there'd be a second Abbey Road on the river, but not for the first time. The fans proved to be the pulse of the festival. I started getting letters from fans that I would see on our website, stating, this event changed my life. I was a little cynical, but I kept getting these comments. So he decided to keep the festival going. In 2004, for the 40th anniversary of the Beatles coming to America, the event moved to Cleveland's Public Hall, where the Beatles 40 years earlier had actually performed. After the third year in Cleveland, I was excited about the event, but disappointed about the long-term prospects for it to succeed financially. Gary says, citing the city's wealth of entertainment options, shrinking population, and declining economy. So he began to seek a new host city. The main criteria? 
It needed to be near Cleveland, and it needed to have a river. An acquaintance of Gary's arranged a meeting with the Louisville Convention and Visitors Bureau and the mayor's office in September 2004. Their decision was quick. They wanted to bring Abbey Road on the River to Louisville and would help Gary secure the sponsorship needed to do so. Fearing the loss of Abbey Road on the River's fan base with the move, Gary reached out to previous attendees. In internet postings and email, he explained the advantages of the six-hour move south down I-71. I think a great many of them did come to Louisville. The bigger question was, is Louisville a Beatles town? Right out of the box, we had great support from everybody in Louisville. I also knew there's no such thing as a city where the Beatles aren't popular. Beatles fans are everywhere. That first year in Louisville, more than 15,000 of those fans were on the Belvedere listening to music, dancing, and renewing friendships. In 2005, Cleveland hosted the Concert for John to commemorate the 25th anniversary of his death. In 2007, Louisville held a Halfway to Abbey Road on the River, and in 07 and 08, many festivals were held in Scranton, Pennsylvania, and Belleville, Ontario. From 2010 to 2012, Abbey Road on the River added a second festival just south of Washington, D.C. Held on Labor Day weekend, the five-day inaugural East Coast Abbey Road on the River featured 40 acts performing on six stages. Subsequent satellite events have been staged in Dallas, Boca Raton, and on the Flower Power Cruises and 70s Rock and Romance Cruises. While enjoying live Beatles music and making and renewing friendships have been the main draw for Abbey Road on the River during its 20 years, the festival's special guests have also been a highlight. Early Beatles drummer Pete Best attended the 2006 festival in Louisville and the 2010 event in Washington, D.C. Louise Harrison, George's sister, was a featured guest at the 2002, 2003, and 2005 festivals attending the Concert for George Ensemble show at the inaugural Abbey Road on the River. Other special guests have included producer Peter Asher, Tony Bramwell, recording engineer Jeff Emmerich, former manager Alan Williams, Bill Bernstein, Bruce Spizer, Fred Gretsch of the manufacturer of Gretsch Guitars, and Ron Campbell, who animated the Saturday morning cartoon based on the Beatles. Headliners have included Rock and Roll Hall of Famers, The Beach Boys, Wings and Moody Blues founder, Denny Lane, Terry Sylvester of The Hollies, Leon Russell, The Zombies, Felix Cavalier's Rascals, The Family Stone, members of the Electric Light Orchestra, and Jefferson Starship. Other notable headliners include America, Peter Noon, Mark Lindsay, The Grassroots, The Cowsills, The Buckinghams, The Fab Four, and many more, including Tommy James and The Circle scheduled for May of 22. In 2017, Abbey Road on the River made its final big move when it moved across the river to its new hometown, Jeffersonville, Indiana. 2017 to 2019 were all record years, but we took 2020 off <clears throat> and came back in 2021 with Penny Lane at the park and a huge post-COVID revival Labor Day weekend. With attendance increasing every year, Abbey Road on the River has grown from a three-stage affair in Cleveland to become North America's largest Beatles-inspired music festival. While Gary relies heavily on the freelancers who help produce and run Abbey Road on the River, he remains one of two full-time employees, 
booking bands, filling ticket orders, and managing the marketing campaigns, among other things. While Gary may not know where the future of Abbey Road on the River will go, he has no problem analyzing its greatest impact, and it's not perpetuating the music of the Beatles. The biggest byproduct for all of this is that we've become a catalyst for people to bond with their own families and make new friendships, which is not an easy thing to do in 2022. Abbey Road on the River relies so much on the influence of the Beatles that we have a mission statement that we put in each of our yearly programs, and that is because John Lennon, Paul McCartney, George Harrison, and Ringo Starr made the world a happier place we promise to extend their vision by creating a welcome and carefree environment for their fans to come together with friends and family. And as John and George lived on their own terms, so too do Paul and Ringo continue to live in good health and communicate their unique talents and love for humanity. It is with great respect and gratitude that we celebrate their music and the spirit that continues to bring us all together. Here's to another 20 years of Abbey Road on the River festivals sharing the influence of the Beatles music with younger generations and ensuring that this iconic music lives on for years to come. Something will happen. Here's an interview with Gavin Pring of the Fab Four on upcoming episodes of Something Will Happen. So the Beatles weren't like a huge influence for you when you were growing up then, huh? Not really. I, you know, when I was about 17 or 18, once once they kind of like, you know, my auntie had said that I look like him. And then my mm-hmm. stepdad had all these vinyl albums and he just said, uh, he said, oh, the Beatles are great. And I listened to the White Album and I just was like blown away. And then from then on, I just kind of like appreciated them more and more. You see, it was difficult coming from Liverpool. You're an original band. The bar is the Beatles. It's like every other place has good bands and the bar might be and i'm not saying any other bands are worse than the beatles but they are uh you know so <laughs> you uh you know, yeah you just can't compete so i i didn't like them at the beginning i was like why, why did they set the bar so high you know and now i appreciate it because i do it for a living and i'm like the bar is set pretty high and i'm proud of it thanks for tuning in to something will happen Remember that Abbey Road on the River is happening May 26th to 30th, 2022 in Jeffersonville, Indiana. To start making your plans, head over to AROTR.com. There you can see the full lineup of bands that are coming, check out shows we're planning, book your hotels, and grab your tickets while you're there. Head over to AROTR.com slash podcast and enter your email to get $5 of Beetlebucks to use at the festival for food, drinks, and our exclusive festival merchandise. For the most up-to-date information, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We'll see you in May. Something will happen.